Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Crypto Hipster Podcast. This is your host, Jamil Hassan, the Crypto Hipster, where I bring you uh, founders, entrepreneurs, executives, thought leaders, musicians, artists all around the world in crypto and blockchain. Today, I have an excellent, amazing guest, and I'm really looking forward to this conversation. Her name is Amanda Terry. She's the co-founder and the chief operating officer at MetaGood. Uh, Amanda, welcome. Thank you, Jamil. So excited to be here today. Very welcome. So let's kick things off. And first question is, what is your background and is it a logical background for what you're doing now? Uh, my background before uh, MetaGood was more Web2. I worked at Twitter, NBC, for startups in the data analytics and, and ad space that had all been acquired by Google, AOL, um, other you know other well-known names um and uh, i had kind of held different sales and business development leadership positions at those companies um and i also had been personally investing angel investing since 2018 so kind of looking across a, a number of kind of pre-seed seed stage companies um but you know nfts for me my first foray was really uh, buying an nba top shot and that was when i was looking at dapper labs potentially to invest um, and wanted to learn more about the ecosystem and how easy or hard it would be to you know get onboarded um using a credit card into the web3 space and um and you know from that uh, i also have done a lot of uh, work helping uh, Acti Global, which is a nonprofit, and um back in 2018 actually Acti Global um, did the first NFT for ocean conservation. Um, our co-founder and chairman, Bill Tai, was looking to invest in Dapper in 2018 and told Roam, I'll invest in Dapper if you create a crypto kitty, but that looks like a turtle cat. And we're going to name it Hanu Kitty, which means turtle cat in Hawaiian. And we're going to auction off at the Necker Blockchain Summit. And, uh, you know, the proceeds are going to go to fund Captain Paul Watson, and the Sea Shepherd Society to park a boat off the coast of Antigua to protect a turtle nesting area. So that was literally the first NFT for ocean conservation back in 2018 and kind of kicking around in Bill in my head was, okay, but well, how do you do this at scale? So not just one NFT that raised you know 50 grand for this one cause, but how do you use NFTs really to change the world for good? And is there a way to marry kind of speculative greed of NFT trading with real world impact? And that's what we've created with MetaGood. Yeah, I was about to ask you. Um, so let's I'll get into what what MetaGood is first, and then I'll talk about you know biodiversity a little bit later. Um, but I want to ask you like what what makes you guys great, and um, yeah, let us know. So MetaGood is the company behind OnChain Monkey. Uh, we were founded in May 2021. Um, we're uh, you know very experienced in Docs team. So Bill Ty, as I mentioned, my co-founder has been in um, crypto since 2010. Um, he literally like lent the money to Bitferry to buy the silicon to create their first ASIC mining chip. So he's on the board of HUD8. He seeded Dapper Labs. He also has been um, the first investor in Zoom, an early investor in Canva, um, and now 23 poly traded companies. So, you know, very well known venture capitalist and multiple times kind of co founder of companies. Um, my other co founder and CEO is Danny Yang who created the Bitcoin, uh, Stanford Bitcoin Meetup in 2013. He's a PhD in computer science from Stanford. Um, and he also created a company called Blockseer, which was used by, uh, it's kind of a blockchain analytics platform used by governments, which he sold in 2018. And then he also um, 
created MyCoin, which is the largest cryptocurrency exchange in Taiwan, which is still uh, operating and private. So he's just, you know, super smart, um, probably one of the smartest people I've met on definitely on a technical perspective um, and um, just wonderful to work with. And I, I kind of mentioned my background. So that's the team. And I think what really makes us differentiated is that we want to be the most reputable global brand for digital assets. And, you know, we've created our own collection on Chainmonkey. It was a free mint, which we, um, you know, was all claimed within four hours um, in September 21. Um, it's a 10,000 profile pick collection. It's the first profile pick select collection all on chain in a single Ethereum transaction. So that is historically significant. That means all of the metadata and the images are stored in an SVG file and you know, in, it, it, and done very efficiently. So from an energy perspective, I mean, it's just very difficult, but all of them were coded into existence. So I kind of like to use the analogy. I know you said your audience is very crypto savvy, but it's almost like the Lascaux cave paintings in France. You know, As long as the Ethereum blockchain exists, these 10,000 Genesis monkeys will exist. And then we've really built a community around uh, this. We did another drop, um, which was a desserts drop. And the 20 most rare of those have been selling for 180 to 200 grand. So you can kind of, the corollary of that might be the mutant ape serums. So, you know, our claim and no one, you know, we've been saying this for a while, no one has ever challenged us on this is, you know, of free mints, we probably created the most value of our community, probably second to CryptoPunks um, for free mints because we've dropped, you know, two free mints, you know, to our community, which has created a ton of value. Um, and then we did a third public mint of Karma in June. And it's actually a really cool story. There was someone that owned a uh, Genesis monkey and he's an artist and he posted his own derivative of his monkey. And he got so many likes on Twitter. People were like, dude, how do I get that? How can you make one for me that we reached out to him? It turns out, he was part of the team that was the Academy Award nominated team behind Ferdinand, Ice Age, and Rio. So serious Hollywood animation talent. And he came on board. He hired his former boss. He hired another colleague. And the three of them spent nine months to create our Karma collection. It's, it's a hand-painted collection, um, beautifully illustrated um, uh, monkeys. And kind of it was... A different direction, right? So Genesis was very simple because it was all about the technical challenge of like getting a whole profile pick collection all on chain, a single transaction. The Karma collection, um, the metadata is still on chain, but the images are are not on chain because they're very detailed images. Um, and what you can do is you can take your Genesis monkey, you can feed it one of three desserts, and then you can get a Karma monkey that is in the likeness, basically using the DNA, i.e. the metadata, of the Genesis monkeys to get your karma monkey. Um, so it's been, it's so that's kind of like a little bit about like what the collections we've launched so far, but we've also done a lot of things um, using our trading revenues to do real world good. So um, we helped to fund Sharbat Gula and her family to get out of Afghanistan and into Italy. Um, we've, um, we created our own OCM Earth, which we sold for 0.1 ETH last January. 
We raised about 185 grand in two weeks. And then we had all of our token holders vote for where it would go. And they decided to save the children to basically um, help support um, humanitarian aid in Ukraine. So we were really proud in 2022 to be fast companies, one of 20 um, world changing ideas for impact investing um, in 2022, which is which is super exciting. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, we've also done it's all about like creating value for our community. And, you know, we've been talking about just recently in a space, uh, spaces last week, that the OCM is the ultimate profile pick, uh, profile pick, and it's, it's your passport to truly a wealthy digital nation of citizens. And when I say wealth, I don't just mean financial, although obviously a lot of people are in NFTs for finance reasons. So yes, we want to create wealth for our community. But wealth can also mean social connections. We've done a ton of IRL events, you know, at almost every NFT conference. We've done a poker tournament where we had our investors, Charlie Lee, Creative Litecoin, Owen Wilson, and Woody Harrelson come on Zoom and play poker with our holders, right? Just like really cool collection uh, connections. Um, we do everything we can to actually help connect our community so that you know they can enrich themselves. Like maybe it's, hey, I need help with a graphic design. Hey, maybe I need help with how to set up this company. And and we try to help facilitate you know a lot of those connections informally, mostly in our Discord um, for our community. Um, and then I'd say also like for me, wealth is also health. So it's actually out of our own community, we had um, some monkeys create a OCM monkey misfit group where they are posting their workouts every day and they actually send POAPs to each other to kind of keep each other accountable for, for working out and staying in shape. So um, when I say, you know, wealthy digital nation, of course it's financial, but there's so many aspects of wealth that I think are, uh, our collection is bringing to our community in value. I'm blown away here. I knew all that stuff happened. I didn't realize it was you guys. <laughs> so um, yeah. thank you. What's so cool is so much has been community driven from the Karma collection coming from a community member to the OCM Monkey Misfits. I mean, so what's also cool is we've created a DAO where a percentage of our trading revenues are now going into this DAO. We, we're, it's about $3 million to 2000 ETH, maybe a little bit, you know, plus or minus on the price of ETH, um, where, you know, anyone from our community can submit proposals that they want to get funded. So people have started businesses. There's a company called NFT Canvases, where it's kind of token gated. You create your own um, print of your favorite NFT. That's a business that was created, funded through our DAO. Now they're giving a percentage of revenues back to the OCM DAO, which was very you know, generous of them. But people are creating business opportunities. People are doing really cool artistic endeavors. In, in our first season of the DAO, we had um, someone named Sebastian Rosen out of Argentina who created OCM anthems. So I think there's like six or seven anthems um, that we've been playing in our spaces. He also created AR um, backgrounds. So you could have like you know, if you do like a Instagram story or TikTok, you can have a monkey on your face with kind of the bananas, fall, which I'll get into what the significant bananas falling in the background. Um, and, you know, we've just, uh, and then we've done things, you know, again, social impact. So we had uh, like a couple guys out of Brazil for one ETH out of our DAO, literally take an unusable space and rehabilitate it into a beautiful skate park um, in Rio de Janeiro 
where if you look from a drone down, it looks like an on-chain monkey logo from the top down. And they've held you know, a Brazilian rap competition there. Um, it turned out they got a little bit more funding from our small grants committee. And they created on-chain monkey coloring books and brought them to an orphanage for Christmas and did a big Christmas party for some, some um, young people in Brazil. So you know, what's, what I find so inspiring is, um, yes, you know, creating wealth for our community, but then there, is, there are all these other uh, ways that we're empowering our community to create wealth for themselves and to create impact, however they define wealth, like we're, we're able to enable that. Great. We'll get into that. I have a question regarding that. Um, first of all, is when you when you before we started, you said there were some major there were some major news announcements, um, and I just wanted to go through that with you and see uh, what what was that? What were those announcements? Yeah, I mean, well, let me start. You know, I, for anyone who is not in on chain monkey and doesn't follow us, everything on Twitter, definitely subscribe to our newsletter because, um, you know, I know it can be very time consuming to be in Discord and Twitter, but that is really where most of our communications happen. We also have a Substack newsletter that you can kind of keep up to date with what's happening. Probably one of our biggest news is that um, we are going to be doing a drop um, in partnership with Alexis Andre, who was the artist um, who did the Art Blocks Friendship Bracelets collection, which was at one point, you know, number one trading on OpenSea. Um, he's going to be working with us to create a uh, collection that is based off, again, the metadata or DNA of our on-chain monkeys. And that will be dropped to our, that will be available for Mint for our holders um, who have a full set. So full set is kind of a Genesis monkey plus any Karma 1 or Karma 2 monkey. So that's that's one thing that will be coming, um, you know, uh, this quarter, which is something, you know, very exciting that we're, we're really excited about. Um, you know, we also announced last week um, we were just selected by South by Southwest. Uh, as you know, that's like one of the big tech festivals in the U.S. as one of five finalists to um, be in a pitch competition for their Web3 metaverse competition. So that's, you know, a huge global competition, again, selected as one of five companies to present. So we're very excited about that. And then I just as right before we were getting um getting on line here i just want to pull up the right information um i got some exciting news that um we basically were selected um on chain monkey basically our on chain monkey and our dow uh were selected as one of four nominees as the, for the award for the most exciting project of 2023 in social innovation awarded by the international association for trusted blockchain applications INATBA, which is super exciting. So, um, you know, I just heard that there'll be a winner announced um, the 31st of January in Brussels, which I'm not sure I'm going to be able to make it to because that's in six days. But um, regardless, it's obviously just another big honor. And it's, you know, this is a this is a big uh, industry. Uh, I think it's like 230 members um, in this blockchain kind of um, industry group and so it's just exciting when we get these type of um you know recognition across the industry for what we're doing which is is pretty differentiated um in terms of nft collections i don't hear of many nft collections that are kind of getting recognized um globally and domestically um with some of these kind of top trade organizations that's awesome uh, and there's a reason there's a reason for it obviously um i know you were at Davos, I always had a uh, dream about going there someday. I haven't ever been, 
but you were there last yeah. week and there's a there's a greater power beyond you know just having a collectible an nft collectible two nfts right there's social impact as you talked about earlier you know art in ukraine um you know bananas what i like to get into that um what is the what is the impact of just beyond the jpeg um i mean again i think you know we view uh on chain monkey as your passport right into this basically wealthy um, digital nation and this digital nation of on-chain monkey holders. And, you know, we've done surveys, a, a couple of them, we're about to do another one um, just so we really understand our customer base. But, you know, I think we have about 55% of our holders in the U.S. and 45% rest of the world. So we literally have this digital nation of on-chain monkey holders who are aligned around our values. Um, which are if you go into our discord you see people write exclamation point r i s e which stands for respect integrity sustainability and experimentation so you know we believe these are our values so we've got this core group of holders that believe in our values um and and truly believe that you know one you know we can make a difference and we are making a difference we're making a difference through our dow we're making a difference through the use of our trading revenues um in people's lives so you know life-changing stories and people get dropped you know two hundred thousand dollars worth of nfts for free for like these you know very rare ones that we dropped um in the desserts but also just ability to to band together as a group of people and impact and make impact and change in the world so it's definitely way beyond a jpeg and what I'm so excited about, like I, even when I was at Davos, um, if you know, there are there are people that you know wear this rainbow pin, which you, like it's a circle. It usually stands for the UN SDG goals, um, you know, sustainable development goals. But I feel like our on-chain monkey could actually be the next version of that, right? This is, you know, I would love in two years if everyone is wearing on-chain monkey logo pins. And what that means is that you stand for you know, um, doing well, like wealth creation for your own self and for your community and enriching yourself, but also that you believe that Web3 can do real world good. And you kind of think beyond yourself. Once you've, you know, kind of created your own Maslow hierarchy and you've taken care of your needs, you got roof, you got food, you got, you know, you're comfortable in your own self, then you're able to think about like, well, how, how do I, how do I make change? How can I impact change? And that, that, you know, on-chain monkey is the way to, you know, do that through through our community through our digital collection through our community of people that that live globally and and subscribe to the same values rise i like it i like it a lot um so what you what do you say like what were the themes at davos that would apply to what you're doing now and how can you help further sure so this was um you know, originally uh, I was going to the, the crypto finance conference, which is in St. Moritz, which is, you know, application only. I think, you know, it's like, I don't know, less than a 10% acceptance rate to even go to this. Um, and it's a lot of uh, family offices and investors that are very interested in crypto assets. Like, so that could mean fungible tokens. It's also non-fungible tokens. So um, Bill and I were there. Um, for two reasons. One is, you know, to meet investors and also, you know, there are NFT collectors there. So kind of meeting, you know, some people that could also come into our community and kind of buy at scale are kind of two of the reasons. Uh, Bill also spoke on a panel, you know, when we first started the company three weeks into starting it, we auctioned off one of our Genesis monkeys and it sold for 12.5 ETH. Um, 
and uh, it was Charlie Lee and um, Roem from Dapper who bid it up. Roem um, ended up winning. And we donated those proceeds to a UNICEF project called the Gig Connect Project, which is bringing internet to schools globally. And so um, that project had been discussed last year. Um, we actually helped them. We um, advised them on a collection that's raised called Patrick Kingdom's raised over seven hundred thousand dollars for UNICEF to bring uh, to both map connectivity and help bring connectivity to schools globally. So part of it was like kind of updating everyone at the CFC about that. Um, and then it's also meeting, you know, a ton of our MetaGood investors were there as well. So it's kind of catching up with them. And so that was that was that. Um, and then I decided to stay on my own dime, um, you know, for, in Davos uh, because I was invited by Sophia Swire, who is a woman that runs a nonprofit called Future Brilliance, which was the nonprofit we partnered with to get Sharbat Gula and her family out of Afghanistan. So we used some of our trading revenues and basically funded that mission. And she reached out, she saw that, and she's like, hey, do you want to come stay? You know, we have a house and would love to spend some more time with you. So that was part of the reason, you know, I ended up staying longer. And I was invited to speak on a panel, um, which was all about DAOs. Um, and so they, their focus was a bit more on ESGs, which is, you know, environmental, social, and governmental um goals which is not our focus per se but what i was really talking about is you know the power of the on-chain on-chain monkey dow um which is you know, empowering our community to you know start businesses to you know pursue creative endeavors and make real world impact and so i kind of gave examples of that and how powerful it is for you know a dow because most people, it's very new still, right? This, I mean, in, in our world, people, okay, DAOs, DAOs, decentralized autonomous organization. But in the reality, when you look under the hood, a lot of DAOs are actually still quite centralized and we are really making an effort to decentralize. So, you know, we are we are very fortunate to work with the Nouns DAO infrastructure. And, you know, for, for all proposals that are um, going through, we, we, you know, we have all of our token holders vote, right, on these proposals. So it literally is, if you have 100 monkeys, you have 100 votes. If you have one monkey, you have one vote. But it, it is a, a, a democracy in that sense of how the funds are being used. Um, you know, we've only done one season. Uh, in the first season, we had 17 people apply to be in our small grants committee, where they literally all wrote candidate statements and spent about three hours on a spaces talking about why they want to be part of small grants committee and we had four people on that committee and one met a good representative um, i'm proud to say we hired our first ocm dow coordinator from the dow so it's the first you know it's basically a contractor to on-chain monkey dow not an employee of metagood who is now going to be you know taking on the function of what was taking probably five people on metagood's part-time time you know kind of managing it and he's going to be helping to interface which he's done already a great job um interface with our community help um keep the dow running smoothly in terms of reminding people of you know when proposals are due when voting is due um answering questions helping people like get their dow proposals together if someone hasn't done one before you know there will we'll have spaces so we can help answer questions um and um yeah it's, it's really exciting to see like okay so now we have a dow coordinator hired through the dow and again, we will have our next season where we will be voting, you know, again, our holders will be voting for how the funds are being used. And then we'll have a new election of the Small Grants Committee um, where, you know, this is for anything under five ETH that can be kind of smaller grants that can be done retroactively 
um, or you know if something doesn't pass kind of the larger prop house um, but we still think it's something important this the small grants committee can can decide you know in, in small amounts to, to give some funding to, to certain things that we think are important sounds amazing I think it sounds amazing um, yeah really really awesome so um, you built a you well you know you're you're empowering communities it says your, your logo here empowering communities to be you know uh catalyst the positive collective action one way you said you do that is through a DAO. how else can we do that um and build that vibrant community at the same time sorry ask that one more time i mean and how, how do you how can we do vibrant? that and yeah and build that vibrant community at the same time um you're making that the communities to be that catalyst how do you build that influence yeah, I mean, I think it starts with um, having these values that people like, you know, yes, people in NFTs typically are in it for investment purposes. So number one, we always want to be creating wealth for our community. That's our number one every day. That's what we think about when we're on calls as a team is like, okay, how do we how do we create wealth for the community? But I think also having this broader mission of, you know, and, and value system um makes a real difference right um and, and i think sometimes when you talk to our holders um some of them are trading a lot but some of them are just like i want to support this because i believe in what on chain monkey is doing and so i think that there's kind of a bigger calling beyond um just the financial um aspects of nfts that make for like a very sticky authentic community um where you know it's, it's pretty incredible so it's 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 a it's uh i, I i'm very proud of what we've built and honored to get to work alongside so many of our community members that are doing so much incredible work um, you know, across the community. I mean, we've had, uh, I'll just give another example. Um, in Australia, we've had somebody that helps us with some graphic works. His name is Heavy D. He also um, designed a, so Bill and I both like the kiteboard, a kiteboard with a karma monkey on the bottom. Um, and, you know, that's going to be, he wants to auction it for charity to support Red Kite, which is, you know, the leading um, childhood cancer services charity in Australia. So that's just something, you know, that was also Dow funded, but it's it's a really cool branding of kind of on-chain monkey and karma that he created and he did that on his own. And that's going to go towards something, you know, obviously doing something good in the world as well. So, you know, we've kind of like inspired people globally to think about, what what are my skills? What's my superpower, and how can I can contribute, um, you know, in partnership with Onchain Monkey to, you know, create wealth for our community and also do good. Discovering your superpower—that's awesome. Um, you know, a year ago I interviewed. Um, I don't hear a lot of projects or companies talking about, you know, the good work they've done in Afghanistan or somewhere else. But a year a year ago I interviewed Freshta Faro, founder of Code to Inspire. You know, um, and she, you know, about helping, you know, young girls code in Afghanistan. And then you worked, you know, on a project in Afghanistan. And I wanted to find out what you guys have learned from that experience um, and how that benefits you. Um, I mean, what happened in the Afghanistan situation is, you know, Sharbat Gula, who was the cover of the Nat Geo uh, magazine, um, Afghan girl, right? Um, uh, the photographer, Steve McCurry, um, knew one of our advisors, Luis Sahoyos, who he's an Oscar winning director behind the movies, um, 
the Cove, Racing Extinction, um, and Game Changers. And Steve McCurry reached out to Louie and said, you know, he, I guess he kept in touch with Sharbat Gula throughout all these years after putting on the cover of Nat Geo and said, look, like the Taliban are entering Afghanistan and she is considered a Western icon and she feels like her she and her family's lives are in danger. Um, there's this nonprofit that have gotten over 300 Afghan women and children out of Afghanistan last year, but they don't have the funding, you know, right now to move to get her airlifted and visaed out. And, um, you know, they came to, to Medigood and at that time, you know, the executive team decided, okay, let's let's donate some of our train revenues to help make this happen. And and um, this was worldwide news. I mean, this, this not not that we were behind the funding of it, but just like the Italian government, you know, spoke about it and how they got safely extradited or, or uh, sorry, I should say, evacuated. Um, that was on the cover of New York Times, um, Washington Post, all these you know big publications. And yeah, we were kind of like the partners behind that in terms of the funding to, to make that happen. And then of course it all comes around full circle when Sophia's like, oh, come join me in my house in Davos for a couple of days and speak on some panels. And um, you know, again, it's kind of like this karma of paying it forward and 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 uh it all comes around in the end, I believe. Yeah, I agree too. Um so um I want to go back to something you said earlier. Um, one last question before, well, I have two questions, but um, you said you, you ma you're marrying, um, specifically, you're marrying greed versus real world positive impact, right? How can we all begin to do that? Um, well, well, I think what, what I meant is um, when you look at F NFTs, it is a speculative market um, and there's some greed in that, right? Like people want to see, you know, buy low, sell high. Um, how do you marry how do you marry that trading mentality and speculative greed where because it's a digital asset, uh, there's a percentage of um, that NFT that can you know come back to an organization or the creator, right? So in the case of Onchain Monkey, comes back to MetaGood. Um, and and can you use you know some portion of those trading revenues to do real world good, right? So you know, how can you know from our trading revenues, um, you know, we've we've and 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 from our public mint, I mean, we've created over, you know, I think we have four thousand six hundred ETH or something between you know trading revenues and the public mint. So, you know, that's that's you know a sizable chunk of of money that you know we use mostly just for operating MetaGood, right? To, you know, for our day to day operations and our employees, um, our IRL events, all the expenses that we have. But you know, we can put a small bit, and it's not like we have to say okay five percent or some percentage, but you know. From time to time, you know, when 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 we think that there's impact we can make, be it in Ukraine or you know, last year at Miami Art Basel, we were asked by Sean Penn's 501c3 core response to just help them mint one NFT because you know they'd never sold an NFT at this charity auction. So you know, we went. Um, we were already there. We were doing kind of a, a holder gathering in Miami, and we went to their event and we and we minted a photograph that sold for two hundred thousand um, dollars, and those proceeds went to COVID relief in Latin America. So that did not take a ton of our team's time, but made a bit big impact for that organization. So you know, from time to time, we can we can do these things. And and what is you know really exciting is less it's about. Danny, Bill, or me deciding, okay, this is an organization that we want to support or not, but what we really want this to be coming from is the DAO, 
right? So we want our community to say, okay, here's a project I'm working on. Um, and in the case of like the Brazilian skate park, that was not a nonprofit, but that could have been, you know, a nonprofit that had formed to maybe revitalize skate parks across Brazil. Now, granted, these are just a couple guys that went and did it out of their own, you know, like interests and 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 ability. Um, but you know, more and more um, things can be funded um, that you know are coming through the DAO, and so it's not us making decisions; it's decentralizing to our holders to decide how those funds will be used, and what and what's and and what type of things we want to support. And you know, this year um, at Metaverse Miami, um, you know, we supported a beach cleanup on Miami Beach. So we donated a couple of our Karma NFTs, which they gave out to the people who attended that event. I think it was like a hundred something people. Um, and you know, that was that was done through our DAO, right? Like our, our community vote, okay, let's support this Metaverse Miami um, beach cleanup effort. Um, and, and, you know, as we go forward in the season, you know, a lot of our community events will on, on a go forward basis kind of be funded through the DAO. So it's the community deciding, yes, okay, at NFT NYC, we want to do something like let's put community funds towards that. This way, you're empowering the community members to make powerful decisions, right? Right, and, and you know they could decide. Oh, you know it's you know there's not enough people that are going to NFT NYC, which I doubt because there's actually that's like one of the biggest NFT conferences. But you know probably they'll say yeah, let's do something cool and let's like pass this. But you know it's 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 uh, we'll see how it goes. Like we're going to put a proposal in and and you know if our holders say yeah, let's do it, then we do it. Um, and so it's, again, kind of decentralizing the decision from just the meta good team to the community, ultimately deciding how are we going to use these funds. Awesome. So I thank you very much for your time today. This has been a wonderful conversation. I, I enjoyed learning all about uh, your company or, and your projects. This is like blows my mind. So that's why I do this podcast so I can learn more and grow. Um, so uh, my one final question, and it's this, how can people find out more information about you, about MetaGood, about um, your uh, on-chain monkeys? How can they do any of that? Yeah. So, I mean, as I mentioned, you know, we're really active in Discord. So on-chain monkey, Discord. Um, Twitter is, you know, on-chain monkey, O-N-C-H-A-I-N, monkey, M-O-N-K-E-Y. Um, if you want to be learning more about what our DAO is doing, um, uh, you can go to, and I, this is like a relatively new uh, address. So hold on, let me just pull it up to make sure that we're actually trying to get more followers to this. Um, but you could be uh, following uh, uh, OCM DAO, D-A-O, so OCM D-A-O, if you want to be following kind of like what's happening on the DAO front um and yeah i think those are the you know twitter discord you know our website onchainmonkey.com has a ton of information about all of this information about our dow we didn't even get into bananas but you know we talked about how our fungible token which is currently off-chain bananas is actually uh you can earn them if you're an on-chain monkey holder you connect your wallet if you're active in our discord and twitter you earn these bananas um which you know people are excited that that could potentially come on chain someday so as a fungible token. Um, so we have information on that. Um, you can see all of our collections. It's actually probably the best place if you're shopping for an on-chain monkey is to go to the on-chain on monkey website, look at the collections. You can kind of see where they're available, you know, OpenSea, Nifty Gateway, et cetera. You can learn more about the traits. Um, and that's, that, that, that's like kind of a font of information. We also have a wiki 
which also has like a has a ton of information about everything from you know what are bananas what are they used for um to you know all sorts of information and kind of lore of things we've done in the on-chain monkey uh, monkey verse so um i say you know check out the wiki as well and obviously you can follow um danny um myself i'm at amanda terry or bill which is at kite bc and danny um is danny upside down so some people are like what what is danny's um uh twitter but i will give it to you right now it's h u u e p h u u e p and that is danny upside down because that's his name danny yang so <laughs> wow nice a little nice. i have heard that yeah, people always wonder, they're like, why did he call him that? It's like, oh, it's his first name upside down. So, yeah. Awesome. Thank you very much for your time today. Thank you, Jamil. Appreciate it.